Welcome to the Inspired Painter Podcast. My name is Jessica Libor, and I'm an artist, educator, and curator at Era Contemporary. If you're an artist who wants to create an amazing and fulfilling career and life, this podcast is for you. I'll be sharing inspiration that has worked for me and art world insights and tips. My goal for this podcast is to help you feel in control of your art career and empowered to be the best artist that you can be. So first, I just want to thank my sponsor, Eric Contemporary. Eric Contemporary is a gallery and media website that celebrates contemporary magical realist artists. Eric Contemporary just announced a spring artist prize, which includes a cash prize and solo show. To find out more, go to eracontemporary.com. So hello, my beautiful creatives. I'm so excited for this year. Are you excited for this year? Isn't it amazing that the future is in your hands, just ready to be written? I recently saw a post that said, Your future lays before you like fresh fallen snow. Take care of the steps you take for every step will show. And it's so true. Every little thing we do in our life eventually compounds and eventually the invisible will show itself, even if it's not obvious at first. The invisible work is so important, especially for us artists. So I'm really excited to talk to you today about vision casting. So casting a vision for the best year of your life as an artist. And as we go into 2020, um, I know a lot of people, I hear this a lot, 2020 vision, you're going to see with 2020 vision in 2020. And there's a lot of very positive, um, just very positive energy around this number. So I'm really excited to see what the future has in store. But um, it's not a passive thing, so we can actually help to plan our future, and that will make our dreams more likely to happen. And looking back on 2019, I'm so grateful for everything I was able to accomplish this year. I had a solo show, which was very successful, um, and, and it was in a beautiful gallery I was super proud of. I launched my first online course. I began teaching as a college art professor. I was featured on Beautiful Bazaar and other art publications, and I had my highest revenue year from my art so far. And I fulfilled a lifelong dream of hiking in the Redwoods, which was amazing. I made a painting about it too, of course. So it was a really great year. And although these things only take one sentence to write, they actually took months and really years of action to come to fruition. For instance, my solo show exhibition took hundreds of hours to prepare, so in the unglamorous privacy of my studio, I spent many late nights working away on the art details and the framing and everything about it. I mean, there was so many details that go into a solo show. So each decision to work on my painting instead of going out with friends or watching Netflix compounded in the results of my exhibition. It definitely took a lot of discipline. This is just one example of how I got the results I did this year, and it's totally available to you as well. So the online course that I launched took months of writing, filming, and preparation before it launched. Likewise, I would not have been able to get a job as a college art professor had I not gone through years of schooling and getting my Master of Fine Arts at the Pennsylvania Academy of Fine Arts. So although the hard work can seem grueling while you're in it, eventually you will see the results of your efforts or your non-efforts. 
And I don't want you to think I'm bragging when I tell you this. So it's always an uphill battle for me, definitely, every day. And I continually challenge myself um, to work on my long-term goals. So one book that really changed um, my mindset this year was the book called Deep Work by James Clear. And this was actually a suggestion of Alessandra Maria, an amazing artist. Her work is so incredible. I really respect her, and I actually interviewed her on my blog earlier this year, and she mentioned it, and I read it, and then I read it three more times. (laughs) So in Deep Work, the author talks about how distracted we are as a society and just generally as humans, and he talks about the value of committing deeply to a task for a set amount of time and then entering a state of flow. And for artists, this can be really important because we work for chunks of time and it's really important to get into the state of flow. And when we get into deep work, that is when the really inspired artwork comes to fruition. So this year, I initiated methods of working that were blocks of time dedicated only to my art making, so I wasn't allowed to look at my phone or computer or get a cup of tea or call or text anyone. I simply blocked off two-hour sections of time and created intensely. And you know what? It was really hard. I struggled with it. And just like you're running an extra mile and your body protests because it isn't used to it, my brain wasn't used to such dedication, which is kind of embarrassing, but um, we're so used to being distracted in this world, we can be entertained immediately if we want to. And, um, you know, to take that time and that dedication to really focus on one task for an extended period of time, I don't think a lot of people are able to do that anymore. And um, I was I was shocked that it was so hard for me to do. So I had the urge to go for a walk, check my email, text a friend, or otherwise distract myself from the pain of focus. Just like doing a math problem, my brain has to work extra hard when creating a realistic piece of art, getting the right values, colors, and proportions. I could feel my brain stretching as I focused for those chunks of time. But um, I, w- I was able to do it, and the more you do it, the easier it gets, or your brain just gets more used to focusing. <clears throat> Even though it was hard, the results I got this year were far and away beyond what I had gotten in previous years. So I created some of my favorite pieces. I remember one particular day, I blocked off a few hours to create, and I got into such a state of flow that I did not realize six hours had passed. I did not stop until the piece was complete. And I was shocked I was able to finish such a large, technically detailed piece in just six hours. It's probably my favorite piece this year. And it's a physical piece of evidence of what you can do when you compress time and get into that focused state of flow. And you're able to accomplish far more than you could ever imagine. So as we step into the new year, ask yourself what you want to experience in your art career in the next 360 days or even in the next decade, which is 3,600 days. Here are a few ideas with how to break that down. I have three steps for you that I believe will be helpful in casting your vision as you move into a new era of your artistic career. So number one, identify what your dream career looks like. The first step to identify your wildest dreams, that is the what. If anything were possible within your art career, what would that look like for you? So let go mentally of any circumstances holding you back as you imagine this. 
you may have a limiting thought that you are too old or too young for success, or you don't have enough time, you don't live in the right place, you don't have enough funds to make the art. It could be anything negative that you have holding you back. Just temporarily suspend that limiting circumstance and imagine it was not holding you back, but in fact it was an asset. Imagine how your art career would look like in its most ideal form. So where would you show your work? What artist would you show with? What kind of work do you make? How do you feel about the work that you make? How often do you make your art? And what kind of awards have you won? Are you teaching or traveling anywhere? Where are you going and doing residencies? What kind of people support your art? And how do you make money? Although a topic for another post, selling your artwork is not the only way to make money as an artist. There's also teaching art, gaining a fan base on Patreon, selling licenses for your art, winning grants, doing commissions, doing public artworks, doing live events, and much more. So write down the answers to the prompts and in as much vivid detail as you can. So number two is to identify who you want to be. The next step is to identify who you are when you are the artist you described above. If all your wildest dreams came true in your art career, who are you as that version of yourself? Does she get up at 6 a.m. and paint until noon? Or is she in the studio every day, 9 to 5, like a regular job? Does she visit museums regularly or go to exhibitions where she might meet people that could help her meet her career? How does she think about the contribution that she is making through her art? So write it all down. Number three, identify your top three. The third step is to look at your dreams that you just wrote down and take within it your top three artistic goals that you would like to accomplish this year. Even if you think your goals would be impossible to achieve within one year, I still want you to write them down. Why? Because when you identify a really long-term goal, even if it feels very lofty, you'll strive to align yourself with that goal. You see, the brain is like a missile, and when you put a destination in front of it, your amazing brain will look for ways to reach that goal, and it works like magic. And eventually, even if it doesn't happen within the first year, you will be aligned with your goal. So every day you'll get a little closer if you keep it to the forefront of your consciousness. So take your top three goals and write them very large somewhere where you can see them in your studio. Look at them every day and be inspired. So number four is to make mini goals. Once you have your top three goals, I want you to work on them one at a time. So take each goal and break it down into 12 mini goals, one for each month. For instance, if one goal is to have a body of work you're really proud of within 2020, you can have a goal of making three amazing pieces per month that you're really proud of. And this could overlap with a goal of applying to, say, 100 shows or opportunities within a year, which breaks down to only 12 applications per month or three applications per week, which is totally doable. Number five, block out time. Once you've made your mini goals for each month that support your top five goals, then take out your calendar and block out the time you need each day to make it happen. And schedule out three months in advance so you can build that momentum. And then be sure to show up and keep the promise to yourself to work on your goal. Remember, it's your invisible work or showing up that will create the reality of having your dreams come true. 
I realize that when you're trying to achieve new goals, old habits can be really hard to overcome. And this is because the brain is really wired to seek pleasure and avoid pain and be as efficient as possible. And this is great when we are in the wilderness, avoiding wild animals and the cold or pain, looking for fruits and berries and somewhere soft and safe to lie, lie down, which would be seeking pleasure, and looking for the shortest way to get there. So that's being as efficient as possible. These hardwired instincts are actually really good because they have kept us alive as the human race for centuries. However, in the modern world, we have to be aware of our instincts and how that they can hold us back. You see, in the modern world, and more particularly as a modern artist, avoiding pain could look like pro procrastinating on a project because of the effort it takes. Seeking pleasure could look like watching Netflix to escape your reality or snacking on things that aren't optimal for our health because of the short-term pleasure. And seeking the most efficient way possible could look like trying to get success before you've put in the work and made artwork you're actually proud of. You see, we're no longer running from bears and foraging for berries to survive. Well, most of us anyway, but these instincts are still there. And if we plan from our prefrontal cortex, which is a small part of our brain that allows us to plan, to rationalize, and create, then we can overcome these basic instincts while still appreciating them and thanking them for keeping us alive. We can transcend our most basic state by identifying our goals and dreams and working to achieve them. And what is art all about if not a transcendence beyond ourselves? Another thing I like to think about as an artist is your duty. So if you have decided to be an artist, then you have a duty to express your vision to the world. The world needs to see your creations and will be a better place because of it. And it's your sacred duty to fulfill that job that only you can do. And this can serve as motivation when you don't feel like getting up at 6am and going to the studio. But if you think it's your duty in the same way that it's somebody's duty to um, you know, go to their job every day, or um, duty is very um, instilled in the military, like people really feel like it's their duty to serve their country. If you feel like it's your duty to serve humanity with your gifts, then you will have more of a reason to get up and to do it. One last thought is to create a vision board that includes three images of your top three artistic goals for the year. And this may include an image of the gallery you hope to show at, the kind of artwork you like to make, the places you'd like to visit, and images and words that reflect who you'd like to be as you accomplish your top five goals. This can be helpful to keep motivation going as you do the hard work of the day-to-day -day grind of working on your goals. So especially as visual artists, we can be very stimulated by visuals, and this can help us get in the mood to focus and remember why we're doing it in the first place. Okay, so I hope this has been super helpful to you as you turn over the next decade and you choose how you'd like to spend your next year. It's my heart for you that you achieve your wildest dreams as an artist and live a happy and fulfilled life along the way. And I know that this is going to be your best year yet. And lastly, I have a gift for you that I think you'll find extremely useful as you plan out your year. I've created a free artistic vision casting worksheet and a mini course over eight days with everything you need to plan out your goals and dreams. There's questions to prompt you so you can break down your goals in an organized way 
and I created it specifically for this podcast so you can get the most out of it. So if you would like to get that, you can go to my website, jessicalebor.com forward slash quick links. Um, that's jessicalebor.com forward slash quick links and you'll see a link to it there. All right. Thank you so much for joining me in today's podcast. If you enjoyed our time today, it would mean so much to me if you would rate and review The Inspired Painter on our very first episode. And to take my free artistic vision vision casting mini course, just go again to jessicalebor.com forward slash quick links. All right. Have a wonderful and creative week, and I will talk to you soon.